Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. You're listening to the Sports Scramble Podcast, where four friends serve up a weekly plate of sports with a side of SEC bias. Now, here are your hosts, Chet, Jacob, Wade, and Tyler. What's up, everyone? Let me tell you about a company called Anchor. If you haven't heard about Anchor by Spotify, it's the easiest way to make a podcast with everything you need all in one place. Let me explain. Anchor has tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or even your computer. When hosting on Anchor, you can distribute your podcast on listening platforms like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and more. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. And best of all, Anchor is totally free. Download the Anchor app now or go to anchor.fm to get started. What's up, everybody? Welcome to Episode 7 of Sports Scramble. It's your host, Chet, joined by Mr. Tyler Wade and Futch. How y'all doing tonight? Doing all right. How about yourself? Tyler, don't lie. We just watched that horrible, horrible LSU series. I'll get over it. The Braves won the 2021 World Series last year. There we go. that, That itself released the pain of that, but... We'll talk about that uh, later on. Yeah, yep. let's say I'm not doing too great. Uh, a little bit of heartbroken, but it's I've gotten over it by now, so it is what it is. But hey, Tyler's going to be holding on to this uh, Braves World Series for the next 26 years until they win another one. Yeah, that's sounds, right. That's sounds right. like a Cowboys fan right here. Yeah. <laughs> we so, will enjoy it. We will enjoy it for as long as we can have it. <laughs> Oh, speaking of things we all kind of enjoy sometimes, does anybody play any golf this weekend? No golf. It was pretty much rained out week for me over here. What about you, Wade? Uh, No golf for me. I was going to try out the new golf suites here in Baton Rouge, but uh, cleaning took over my Sunday. So did not get out there. Um, Maybe this Sunday. No Sunday fun day for you. No Sunday fun day. (laughs) Got to... All the rooms but one, so good cleaning, bad golf. Wow. Uh, so, yeah, I, I did play this weekend. I'm, I'm I knew he, would, he wouldn't let me down. <laughs> couldn't I'm, go for four. Yeah. He's the most likely out of the group to go golfing every week. It's either me or Futch, because your boy is addicted. <laughs> so, how, how'd you hit him this weekend, Futch? Uh, I did all right. I went out with my dad, my grandfather, my sister. So we played a little best ball action. Just the whole family get together. Yeah, yeah. The whole family get together. family reunion. And I know you didn't take it easy on them preparing no. for that qualifying match coming up in October. Yeah. So, uh, well, it kind of got cut short because uh, it did rain when we got to 15. And I turned around and I was in the fairway and I turned around and looked back at the tee box and I couldn't see the tee box anymore. <laughs> that, that's the moment you got to haul butt to the, to the golf cart. So we got to get out of here. I said, like, I said, it was a par five and I hit my drive. I said, well, maybe I can reach in through. So I whipped out a four and I whacked the crap out of it. 
and the wind was behind me, and I ended up just short, uh-huh. and I ran straight to the cart, got in, drove up, grabbed my ball, boom, lightning strike. I was like, all right, I'm gone, and I what ran t- for the hills. What are you talking about, man? It's not like electricity is, is going to hit your metal clubs. It's the safest <laughs> thing to be doing out, on, out there on the golf course. Hey, listen, I got back to the clubhouse, and the guys, there were some guys that were out there. They're underneath the, the covered awning out there at the Oaks, and they'd redone it a little bit. So yeah. they're sitting out there, and they were all probably seven in, and they're drunk. Holes or beers? Out. Beers. <laughs> <laughs> Both. And, yeah. Um, so they're sitting there, and they're like, oh, we're thinking about going back out. It's just raining like crazy. And I'm like, you do that, guys. You do that. That's what I, I heard my ring check and just dip. <laughs> yeah i heard a story about a guy was out there walking holes um all of a sudden kind of same thing rain comes out of nowhere and he was like i can either run to the clubhouse or i can run into the into the woods because he was like my thought process was you got all these trees around you lightning will hit one of those before it hits you and i was like you know what he's got kind of got a point there it might be better to be running in through the woods than running down the open of the fairway with a bag of metal clubs on your yeah, back true. so it's just uh i guess you got to take the luster of the two evils Sometimes you, gotta, you just got to find like the that bathroom station just go there i'm sitting there and i and i grab my ball and it's just pouring at this point and i sat underneath this big oak tree and we're just sitting there just sitting there sitting there just waiting this thing out and it's just pouring so it's raining sideways and i'm just trying to angle the cart right so that i don't just get absolutely drenched can't get the and, club soaking wet Dude, and I look in the like the side holder there where you know you throw your phone and keys and everything else. Yeah. And all my keys, my keys, phone, everything's in there. But the water's just piling up in there. I'm like, oh, oh my you can't God. do that, Fudge. Come <laughs> on, like, man. That's a rookie mistake. <laughs> rookie mistake. I uh, I got a round in on Friday. We had a, a foursome out there. Played a little match play. Uh, had a good time. Me and my partner were three up through nine. And then it was a catastrophic downfall. We lost the next eight holes. And then we, we won the ninth hole, but at that point it was over to lose to lose by three. So we went from <laughs> three up through nine to then lose the next eight in a row. Um, so it was uh, it was not our best outing on the back nine. But no, nevertheless, a good, beautiful day on the course. Uh, gotta work, I got to work on my... Um, I, I was having an issue where I was getting under the ball and losing a lot of distance. Well, so I was trying to figure that out with my irons. Well, now I'm topping the heck out of the ball, and they're not going anywhere. I had maybe the best worst shot I've ever hit on a par three. Absolutely bladed a pitching wedge. Well, I hit it. I topped it so hard, it rolled all the way onto the green about six foot from the cup, and I sank nice. the birdie shot. But it was the ugliest shot I probably could have hit. So you got to—I guess you got to take your victories where you can get them. You take hey, you would have counted it if it went in the cup. You yeah, said yeah, that was the best yeah. shot I've ever hit. Yeah, I did. Uh, <laughs> the guy that was playing with us—he was on the other team. We were on a pivotal par three. Okay, this was like if we win this, we—it starts. We win the next th- next two holes, finish all square. Well, well, then it's not very pivotal at that point. I mean, you're just well, it was like if if they win, out of a dark hole. Like, <laughs> no, 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 no. What I was, if pivotal if they win, match is over. That we have no chance of winning. Right, okay. right. It's the sixteenth hole, so they were two up at this point. Um, and 
my partner kind of hit a shot to the left of the green. I hit another one of these topped pitching wedges, rolled up about 15 feet from the hole. This guy takes a nine iron, brisk, easy nine iron, right? Flights it into the wind, and it landed a good six inches from the cup. And I was like, well, we're not winning this hole because he's got a tap-in birdie. And I had a double breaker uphill, like 15-foot putt that I left a good eight feet short because I hit it like a little wuss. So, but it's always fun to, I, I enjoy playing match play and not stroke play because it's got to adds that competition to it. And when, when you boys come out to Houston, we're going to get our match play going with me and uh, Wade versus you to being and down Futch. that day because Futch and I, uh, well, we still haven't practiced yet. We still got to get that going, but there we do. It, it's, we're coming. <laughs> Yeah, Wade, you got to quit this cleaning crap on the weekends, okay? You need to be out there on the course <laughs> All right, I'll putting in the least. work. I'm going Leave tomorrow. That. I'm putting in the work. <laughs> yeah, this, yeah, I need to get out there. This It's a good thing y'all are coming this weekend because it's about it's supposed to be 102 degrees in Houston on Saturday. Oh, I don't wow. believe I will be swinging a golf club. Are you going to match your, uh, your golf score with the temperature? I hope not. Yeah, no, it's, uh, it's, it's going to be a hot one out there. So I think I might take this weekend off and maybe let the, uh, golf, the temperatures cool down and hope our gas prices drop. Yeah, because I don't that know would if be that's going to happen. Too. We're in the summer months. It actually, it cost me $102. Speaking of 102 degrees, it cost me $102 this morning to fill up my truck. So, so, I thought mine was bad. Yeah, so that oh sucked. Uh, but, you know, it, that's what we're having to deal with. Hopefully, they'll drop a little bit. Um, but, you know, we had our my, had my catastrophic downfall on the back nine. You know who did have a catastrophic downfall would be Mr. Billy Horschel uh, winning the Memorial Tournament uh, four-shot lead. He drained a eagle putt from like 15 feet downhill. They had a cool overhead view from a drone, and it was just awesome to see it slowly trickle in there. Um, Fudge, correct me if I'm wrong. This is the Jack, uh, or who's it's a Memorial Golf Tournament. Who is it in honor of? It's Jack Nicholas host. Okay, that- um, yeah, he he's kind of the host of the tournament. Yeah, that's who I thought. His, he was the one who started it. Yeah, yeah, and he's still around, isn't he? Yes, he's not. De- yeah, if I say he's yeah. not dead yet, I don't know why they call it the memorial. He's still kicking. Arnold, he's- Arnold Palmer is is gone. Yeah, and I know they have the Arnold Palmer Invitational, and it's kind of like right. a an ode to Arnold. But I was like, why do they call this the memorial when he's He's still good going. He plays yeah. in the tournament. Well, it's not the yeah, Jack yeah. Nicholas Memorial, but I, you know, I, I'm not sure why it's called a Memorial Tournament. Um, I think it's because it's around Memorial Day weekend. Um, I guess. I think yeah. you're I just stretching be. now. <laughs> yeah, but, uh, I, maybe somebody. Uh, I don't know. I was like, because I was like I the memorial to Jack. Maybe that would be a, a future interview for the PGA Tour to find out why it's called the Memorial. Yeah, and uh, but I want to point out that Billy Horschel, I think he had a bogey on his final round, but before that, he had played like 46 holes without a bogey. That's insane. I was like, holy, I saw that stat, and I was like, dang, that's talk about some, some concentration um, and just good golf. I know he had been playing good all year and uh, finally got it done, won, won a, probably I think over a million dollars for finishing first. Uh, another little match we can talk about since we're big match play guys is the Capital One's match. I know Futch and Tyler, y'all watched it. Mm-hmm. What uh, 
what were you, what were your outcomes here's, from that? Here's a here's a hot take. I honestly watch, uh like enjoyed that watching that like other outside of the Masters, like outside of any PGA Tour event. Like the like with Charles Barkley there, he just made it like better, and I feel like I could relate to to all four golfers more than those on the tour because I mean like so most of them were shanking their drives like okay. I'm not yeah. that bad. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of interesting to watch. Yeah, it's, only 12 it's interesting holes, to watch. So. But I, I mean, I was impressed, obviously, with Patrick Mahomes. I said a couple of weeks ago, I wouldn't be surprised if you like put one near the green and you almost did. And Josh Allen almost sinked like a 50 foot putt uh, to get into extras, but uh, Rogers was clutch. Uh, Rogers, obviously, um, he was honestly the best one out of the four, but I was honestly impressed with Mahomes, too. I yeah. wasn't surprised. I wasn't surprised by Rogers being as good as he was because he's so quiet and he's like yeah. such a reserved guy, like on the field and off. Um, he kind of lets, you know, his game do the talking and <laughs> for football and golf, but he's him and Brady are like, I, I, well, Brady gets fired up sometimes, um, but he's pretty quiet too. Yeah, Brady's more of the jokester and like Rogers yeah. is a big trash talker. Yeah. Big, you yeah, saw Brady the is... balls he had with the Lombardi trophy on it yep. instead of Josh he Allen. He Josh Allen like, have you seen one of these? Uh, no. Josh Allen was did. at the like one of two jokes. Because uh, didn't uh, Mahomes make a joke about um, his biggest fear? Like an on-interview, on-course interview, <laughs> he said your biggest fear is a coin toss. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, I saw that. And I was like, man, that's cold. And then uh, someone said something about uh, TikTok dancing about Mahomes and his brother. I think it. Oh, that's been... a sore spot oh, for him. Yes. I yeah. think it was Josh Allen. Yeah, it was. He, uh, he said something about a TikTok star brother or something. Uh, I'm looking it up right now. According to golf.com, Patrick Mahomes is a 7.7 handicap. I thought that was pretty wild. Um, I can see that. I'm looking for, let's see. I mean, he had a couple of birdies, so I'm not surprised. Rodgers is probably a three. I I think Aaron Rodgers was the highest, um, which I was shocked to hear that because I watched a YouTube video of him getting fit by TaylorMade, and he looked like he didn't know what a golf club was. I mean, the guy yeah. was explaining everything to him, um, and he he was just like, I guess, soaking it all in. Which is cool. Uh, Aaron Rodgers has a 4.5 handicap. That was close. So Futch is better than both of them. Um, let's see. Let's see what, what Mr. Tom Brady is. I, I thought Brady would. Maybe have been we the need our uh, match on TBS. <laughs> Brady's an 8.1, and Josh Allen is a 9.0. Oh. Uh, yeah. Allen had a little bit of help from. Uh, what do you call a viewing fan uh, off the green on the par three? It reminded me of that scene from Happy Gilmore. Yeah, I mean, I hope – I think I saw Josh Allen went over and talked to the guy, so hopefully he's okay. But uh, it doesn't feel good to get hit with a golf ball. Yeah, as I don't know if I would have paid uh, – I don't know what price the, like, spectators had to pay, but I feel like every shot that you saw of their drives, like, they were just ducking down, like, for their lives. Gotta, like, I would not – I know it's in Vegas, uh, of all places, but I would not pay that price, like, to get, like, absolutely – you're putting your lives in your hands with four <laughs> amateur golfers out there teeing yeah. off, and you're yeah. lying down the fairway. I thought it was funny. Barkley said something. He's like, he he had made something to the effect. He's like, uh, this was a hefty ticket price to come out here and risk your life. You know, sitting standing here on the side of the course with these guys that uh, spraying it all over the place. 
Yeah, and I mean, it's still a little nerve-wracking seeing them like line the PGA Tour because I mean, at any moment a golfer can pull one. But I mean, it's just like yeah. <laughs> they're lining the fairways. It's like this guy doesn't play all the time. He plays <laughs> football for a living, okay? He, he practices when he can. It's like there's a very good chance he kills you. Like so. if I was one of them and I'm standing there and I'm a nine handicap and I've got people like I'm surrounding sh- me and everything, dude, I'm like, I'm like, I'm either shaking or I'm going, bro, you need to move further back. I'm like, yeah, there are some <laughs> spots. Like I think like Josh Allen hit another fairway and like the fans were literally in front of him. I was like, oh gosh, this is about to just deck <laughs> someone in the face. But it went, he had like, that was one of his best shots of the day. And uh, I mean, kudos to, I know the professional athletes. Uh, but it's a little different performing on the football field than it is on the golf course with yeah, all those shoot, people around Mahomes you. Mahomes just like <laughs> out there drinking a couple of Coors Light. And yeah, it's the people's golfer. I mean, shoot. Yeah. I start I was, doing that and I'll get better. The biggest thing I was worried about was they were more dangerous driving the golf carts around people than they were <laughs> anything else. Yeah. Bro, I thought they were going to take some people out. Oh, my God. I was like, Jesus. Yeah, no, it's a, it's a trip out there with the – this. Has it always? It's always been in Vegas, hasn't it? No, they switched it up. No. Uh, it was like okay. I think the first year it was at like Tiger Woods' like home golf course in Arizona. I think. Yeah. And then one year I think it was in Florida. Who's who's uh some someone y'all would like to see in the match? Um, you don't have to name all four. Just a particular celebrity or athlete. Hmm. I'm trying to think. Obviously, it seems like they're all on getting people from the NFL. I like to see some running backs like try and, and do it. Maybe like a <laughs> you got Alvin yeah, Kamara, Kamara out there. I want to see Alvin Kamara go out there and see. I feel like McCaffrey would be good. Honestly, like Chauncey, he did go to Stanford. Too. Like I would want to see him as well. Like that could be the tandem. Charles Barkley and Alvin Kamara. Yep. That would be the worst golf viewing <laughs> in history. I don't know how good Kamara is, but Barkley's pretty, pretty bad. It would be over so. by whole five. <laughs> did anybody did anybody else hear the joke with the with Charles talking about Shaq? Yeah. No, I did yeah, not. What course, is that? They were talking about man, them clubs be really small. <laughs> they were saying, bro, that man had clubs, they'd be so small little toothpicks. <laughs> he would break every club man, every time he dripped it. <laughs> I saw a picture on Twitter of Lamar Jackson. I think it was more of a troll picture. Uh, he was on the green, like, putting backwards with a pitching wedge in his hand. Something like, this golf game's pretty easy. Uh, I'd like to see Lamar chop it up, maybe try to see what he can do out there. I want to see Kyler Murray. I feel like Kyler Murray's just a gamer at everything. You hear all the high school stories about how he was, like, you know, best at everything in Texas. I just feel like... He's got a good golf game too. Or you know what? Baseball, so I'm sure he's got this. I'd like, I'd like to see a baseball player go out there. I mean, we saw Mike Trout hit it a million miles at Top Golf, but like, what could he do (laughs) out on the golf course? Even even some hockey players actually, because like hockey players are really good at it. Like really, like some of these hockey players are the best player golf players that play a different sport. Like they use a hockey crazy every time they put. Yeah, uh, that probably yes. would be easier. To be yeah. honest. It's a bigger surface area. Oh, <laughs> um, but yeah, no. Like, see, it's a baseball players get out there would be interesting because yeah. you know they could hit the ball far, but could they control it? Um, in hockey, it's like hockey. yeah, hockey is like the same motion kind of. So it's it's a very similar uh, action there. But like Tyler said, Mister Discout double check himself. Aaron Rodgers nailed the putt. 
to win the match. Uh, but you know somebody that's not taking a discount now? Mr. Dustin Johnson, who's announced that he's going uh, to join the Live Golf, Tur- uh, Live Golf League over in London uh, in a few weeks. Rumors of $130 million just to play, not to win, just to play in the eight uh, matches they have. Um, put that in perspective, the all-time PGA Tour money leader is obviously Tiger Woods. He is now minus endorsements and sponsorships and all that. He has won $120 million on the, on the PGA Tour. Dustin Johnson has won $75 million. Now he's getting paid rumored 130, 150 just to go play. So that's interesting. Yeah. It's like it's now unlike the PGA in the sense that it's like these other sports where you're getting paid per year just to to go play. It's not all performance earned. I, well, I think I missed that. So I believe it's just Dustin is the one that's getting paid because they wanted a big name. I might be wrong, but uh, I know like Sergio Garcia and Ian Poulter are going over. I don't think they're getting a big check like Dustin Johnson is. I, I think they paid him. Honestly, they wanted to go there. Yeah, well, and they they were they were very vocal about wanting to leave the PGA Tour, but I think they they paid Dustin Johnson to get him away from the PGA and mm-hmm. his whole personality. He doesn't care. He goes out there and he plays golf and he plays golf to win money. So I don't think he cares where his money's coming from, where he's playing. I mean, he just married Wayne Gretzky's daughter, so he's he's like. My life's set. I'm just going to go out there, make 125 or 130 million dollars in eight weeks, and probably never have to play professionally again. Yeah, I mean you're set for life. What a hundred? I mean, and like uh, I know that you got Tiger Woods that has made over a billion dollars in his career, which is an insane number. But still, 130 million dollars is an insane number. Like. You know how hard it would be for us to spend that? I could probably figure out how to do it, but how hard it we would couldn't, be. couldn't, though. I, I, it, would, it would be near impossible. It would be dangerous if I had that much money. I wouldn't know what to do with it. I, I, would, yeah, so, I wouldn't be showing up to work. I could promise you that. <laughs> so I looked a little bit more like into it. Um, so the first seven events um, have a $25 million purse. Oh. Uh, <sighs> And the individual prizes uh, are $20 million for, for each for first. That's for way first more place. than any of the majors. Yes. Sure and another not. $5 million, How do we get Jacob on this? Oh, or $20 million purses. <laughs> it says for individual prizes and another $5 million for team competition. And they just handed yeah. out money over there. <laughs> There's a team aspect to it uh, yeah. where they – I, you know, I didn't read too much into it. I listened to an interview from Greg Norman, and he mentioned that it's like a draft. Like you're gonna have, like the top guys, like say DJ will draft like three other players onto his team, and they'll compete for points. And at the end of the year, it's like a, like a regional, you know, where or a, a tournament where you've got your teams going against each other. Um, which I thought was a cool aspect because, I mean, watching like the Ryder Cup and the President's Cup and the PGA is a really cool, just different thing for golf, seeing these guys like the Zurich Classic match play, stuff like that. Um, So seeing these guys doing that, I thought was like a cool change to just the speed of golf itself. Yeah, I think it it changes. I think it changes the game completely 
in the sense that these smaller tours are going to have to start offering incentives um, in order to match it. Because what's going to happen is, is the PGA Tour gets all of their, uh, you know, their prospects and everything else from these smaller tours. They're, they're kind of a, it's kind of a, a, it's a family farm tree. Yeah. yeah, it's a, it's a tree. Is if I have to say that, you know, it, it, they have uh, PGA Tour Canada, PGA Tour China, mm-hmm. uh, and, and there's different pieces. Um, but if there's no incentive at that level, I mean this live thing really could turn into something that has pieces to it. Like the Asian tour is now a part of it. Um, Cause the European tour has now changed their name and everything else. And yeah. They're now a Dutch league or whatever. Yeah. The DP and, world tour. Yeah. So now it's kind of different. So, I mean, the Asian tour might become a feeder program for, this live tour and they're offering incentives, you know, right, right then and there. So <laughs> a lot of money. I mean, yeah. And a lot <laughs> to of make money you forget it. where this money is coming from. <laughs> right. And I, it's like they say, it's called sports, sports washing to try to mitigate how the you know, middle East looks in our eyes. Um, and for some people it works. Uh, I will say, I think you have to be invited to come play at least as of now. I don't think you could just like qualify. Because, but we need to figure out who to talk to to get you, to get you on this thing and win us win you some money and maybe we throw a little bit towards the sports scramble and get us out there. Studio that money. But here's the thing: the thing that's weird is is we don't know yet until the first tournament. We won't know till it's a pay till there's a payout. Number one, how much money the Saudis are taking back in taxes and there's it's you know it's their money they can do whatever they want with it. I mean, when it says there's a $20 million person, how much of that $20 million is that person actually going to see? Right. Um, and, and the other the other things are is, are they signing a contract that states, hey, I'm playing for this long no matter what? You know? That's I true. Mean, they might lock know, them in for a few years. Yeah, because, I mean, the Saudis <laughs> have the same kind of play as the uh the old mafia the italian mafia yeah. so you know i mean they what, could once you signed up you're not leaving yeah, yeah you're yeah. kind of forfeiting you're, you're that convenience that america gives you you know like yeah long gone are the days of oh i'm sore i don't feel like playing or oh my wife is giving birth back no, in america yeah. i mean you're kind of you giving that no, up you have no rights <laughs> you're selling your rights Brittany griner situation you know like yeah, one of them yeah. gets in trouble over there that's a good partying, point. breaking laws i mean they kind of gave up that american protection nobody's gonna mm-hmm. go come go get them feeling bad <laughs> for them making 150 million dollars right you can find your way back home yeah you know uh and also i'm curious how long is this sustainable for i know they have a lot of money but promising this type of money to to like fifty like twenty five million dollars a tournament, like that's a I mean that's by the end of it close to a billion dollars after a few years. Like how long are they going to be able to to well, keep this up? They've allocated two hundred and fifty five million for seven tournaments. So that's kind of where you're coming from right now. So you got a bankroll for at least a year. Right. And I mean, there was rumors that they offered tiger some big money. I mean, it was like nine figures close to, um, what was it? I I don't want to say a billion because that just sounds 
outrageous. But I, I sent y'all the picture today. I know they offered Jack Nicholas a lot of money, um, and he said no because he he basically started the PGA Tour. Um, yeah, <laughs> the Tiger Woods rejected a mind blown, blowingly enormous offer to join Live Golf. The deal was in the high nine digits, according to Greg Norman. Like, I mean, I guess good for Tiger because if he does this, the PGA Tour is just over. Yeah. Like nobody's. I think it would, yeah. If he goes, I think you're, you would see a trickle down effect of all the other pros joining him as well. Because I'm sure a lot of people grew up watching him and they look up to him as well. So they would probably feel the urge to to go in his footsteps. Right. And well, Phil... I don't. I think if <laughs> I think if Tiger goes, I don't think Tiger has any more clubs, any more uh, clothing endorsements, any more. Uh, oh yeah, you're losing everything. I mean, well, he's losing everything, but he's also gaining, yeah, nine-figure salary. All right. But you run into an issue where the PGA Tour might not exist anymore, um, mm-hmm. where the PGA Tour is, the PGA Tour is going to have to start showing some more money. Um, yeah, I mean, and they're going to have to find some people. I know Dustin Johnson uh, has lost the RBC uh, national sponsorship, but I think that has kind of been an ongoing split. Um, so, I mean, that's a sponsorship he's losing. You're going to see guys lose sponsorships like Phil Mickelson lost pretty much all of his. Um, and he confirmed today that he will be playing in this first Live Golf event. Um, issue kind of like a public statement, a little bit of an apology. Uh, but it, like I read it, it's not an apology to the PGA Tour. It's an apology to the Saudis for like kind of <laughs> throwing them under the bus when this all happened the first time and saying, I'm sorry, don't like – Please take me back. I need. I want. I want the money. I'm coming to play in your tournament. I mean, it was a lot of words to say. Screw the PGA Tour. I'm going to the Live Golf League. So, well, I, I don't know if it's more he wanted the money or he. I needs think he's the money because yeah. he's in trouble. <laughs> I think he knows it, um, and he kind of has no choice. Yeah, I mean, money. once you get in bed with them, you're not getting out. Like you were saying, you're pretty much signing away your rights for, for the money. And that's what some of these golfers want to do. Like uh, Brooks Kepka, his younger, less famous, not as good at golf brother, Chase, who's like Chase. a millionth in the world, is going to play in this tournament. And he has the potential to earn more money in one tournament than his brother would have like all year. I mean, you got you see your little brother coming home for Christmas. Like, look at all these money bags I got. You don't think that's going to get Brooks Kepka's mind turning? Like, why would I continue to play in this tour when I I know I can beat my brother and go win more money? So I mean, it, it's definitely this gotta, feels like all like similar to NIL to me. This live golf. Yeah, I you run into. I think you're going to run into a problem where I had mentioned. You know, at some point, I don't know if it was to you guys or somebody else, but that this NIL NIL stuff, you know, segueing into it. I mean, even these people. Who says that they don't go out and buy a Lamborghini and they're driving around, let's say, for a college football player, they're driving around on campus with a Lamborghini, um, you know, and somebody jumps them, you know, I mean, yeah. that, for for all their money because they know they got it, you know, and that's kind of where you might run into a problem here is you got a bunch of young guys that, well, and some older guys that are money hungry and they have been since day one. Um, and I think it's going to come down to, 
do you want your freedom or do you not want your freedom? And yeah. it's, you know, that's pretty much Or do you want more money? Do you want less money? <laughs> now, Fudge, if they contact you tomorrow and say, come play for us, what are you saying? No. Really? That's a, that's a, that's no. a, is that is that a firm no? Yeah. That's a f- is that, <laughs> let me see the money first and then I'll give you an answer? That, yes. I mean, that's, <laughs> that's, if he that's, wants to keep his freedoms and take more money. Yeah. <laughs> I, I need to know every little detail. Yeah. Um, I think that's see the contract details first. Yeah, I think that's the big thing is it's there's so much uncertainty. So I think after like they get done with these eight tournaments, it's probably going to be some more people jumping ship. Um, and you know, Fudge brought up the NIL, so we talked about a little about uh, college football. They had the SEC coaches uh, meeting last weekend in Destin, which, uh, contrary to popular belief, it's not just a bunch of football coaches hanging out on the beach with my ties. Um, I wouldn't want to see that, to be honest with you. I, I'm, I'm good. The, uh, the, I had listened to an interview from Ross Dellinger. Shout out Coach Dellinger back at home from the old high school religion teacher. Uh, his son, Ross Dellinger, who's probably one of the most popular sports writers out there. Uh, he did an interview today and he was like, I know everybody thinks I'm hanging out on the beach, writing interviews, I'm really sitting in a conference room in Destin, listen to these coaches talk back and forth. Um, but one of the big topics of discussion was the SEC possibly going, uh, getting rid of divisions and going to a nine or eight game season schedule, SEC schedule. So uh, I wanted to, to get y'all's opinions, especially of my SEC talk host. What do you think, Wade well, Tyler? Wade actually brought up a really solid idea on SEC Talk uh, about his scheduling. Uh, five years ago. Yeah, five years ago that he did that. So why don't you uh, give the <laughs> listeners a sneak peek of your analysis? Yes, on one of my long drives home from, well, I think it was back here to Baton Rouge from South Carolina, I um, completely reimagined and reinvented the wheel for SEC football uh, before pods were pods. I had this idea of giving every team – three permanent rivals, um, and then a rotating cast. And this was back when, you know, we only knew there was going to be four. That was whenever Texas SEC State and Missouri joined, I believe, whenever you did that. Yes. Yep, yep. But we didn't know about Texas and Oklahoma. Yeah. Um, so you would have three teams you would play every year, uh, alternating home and away. And then um, the remaining SEC schools, I think it would be five and five, would be a year A and a year B schedule. And um, anyways, the, if you think about it and the math works out, every student athlete would play at every stadium in the league and every school twice um, during a f- traditional four-year college career. So I don't know. I just feel like it's not fair to have 16 teams in the conference and everybody just rides the coattails of Alabama and LSU and Texas A&M and school, Georgia and you know schools that are boosting the conference's reputation that year um how often do we see a team that like you know doesn't play the hardest sec schedule sit there at like 10 and 2 at the end of the year and they're being considered for you know the sugar bowl or something um so i just feel like you kind of gotta have everybody play everyone if you're going to consider it to be a a conference um so i like the idea of going to nine games i think you have to if you're going to go to 16 teams um Heck, I would be in favor of going up to 10. But, uh, yeah, uh, uh, you got to get to the point where you're rotating through schools every other year, if, if not every three years. Um, playing a team 
once every six years uh, just really doesn't cut it to me. So um, I'm happy to see that that's happening um, and, and being discussed actively. Yeah, like think about it. When's the last time LSU has played Tennessee? I know we have them coming up next year, but like. 2017. Um, it was that like yeah, it was that dang like rainstorm that they had. But it was in yeah. Knoxville. They yeah, haven't played in, in Baton Rouge. In but yeah, that's another thing. Like, years. It was like LSU didn't play Georgia for like ten years. Like they're not going to play Georgia in like ten years now. It was 2018, they don't play them until like 2028. So, but what's the point of playing Arkansas every year? I mean, oh, other yeah. than like yeah. the trophy. Yeah. I mean, it doesn't. I mean, it's I, not I like, like that big of a game. I, I say like, you you let the teams pick three. Like yeah. you said, three teams that play every year um now i pray that lsu does not pick to play alabama every year because that would be wonderful <laughs> well, i definitely uh, think like the guarantee ones are going to be like alabama Auburn, mississippi state old miss like they're going to keep the rivalry games for sure and then we'll probably have like a maybe lsu Auburn, lsu arkansas if it's like a trophy game i could see that like staying i just yeah. kept it simple in my model i took the the rival that the sec paired everybody up with from the opposite um, division. So, like, LSU plays Florida every year. I didn't mess mm-hmm. with that. And even yeah. though, like, Mississippi State playing Kentucky every year is really random and doesn't have much of a history on the line, I just kept those games for simplicity. And anyways, I figured out a way to make it all match without losing too many big games. I think one of the only games I had LSU losing out on was, um, I think, Texas A&M and maybe Mississippi State were like two games you could consider them to want to keep, but it doesn't really matter. It'll all be different once uh, Texas and Oklahoma mm-hmm. join. Yeah, I think uh, just, you know, from a, like an LSU fan standpoint, the three games I would like, like to see them keep, LSU-Florida, that's a pretty good rivalry, um, and I just hate Florida, so it always <laughs> makes me happy when we beat them. Uh, it's more of a forced rivalry now, and I hate that it is, but LSU-A&M, um, and then LSU Arkansas because that LSU Arkansas game is always well it used to be that Thanksgiving yeah. game would... big tradition. Uh, I don't want to see us play Alabama every year. I hate playing Alabama every year because we never <laughs> probably beat swap them. out at Texas A&M with Auburn. I feel like that game's been uh... yeah Auburn's also a yeah. good one. Um, I know LSU Ole Miss has got the Magnolia Bowl with the flower trophy, but that really came in uh, fruition like maybe five years ago. I mean, it's it hasn't been yeah. like a trophy. This is definitely gonna like help these top schools, but like for the Vanderbilt, like in Missouri, it, it, like they won't have like a. They're just holding on until baseball. Yeah, season. they're just holding on until like yeah. I mean, like the cupcakes are just gonna get less and less. Uh, well, you know who LSU's new rival will be once this alignment happens? Texas, Oklahoma. Oh, Oklahoma. Well, you think Oklahoma over Texas? I really call that a rivalry. Yeah, you know, we put up sixty-three. Uh, they're gonna yeah, try to. They're like, gonna try to rejuvenate A and M in Texas, and then I feel like Alabama and OU will be more of a battle. I but they're not gonna play I, over Thanksgiving. Well, no, no. I, I think it just in the long run. I, yeah. Regardless of when they play, I I think that that's going to be a, a battle, and I think that I think LSU Texas is is a battle too. Yeah, I feel like, like LSU Texas is going to be more of a rivalry. You know, speaking yeah. of Oklahoma. Texas and Texas A and M, they actually are playing in the regional next weekend. Ooh, uh, that's good. But I'll tie that into the next topic. Uh, but well, uh, but yeah, I did see that the teams at the top, your Alabamas, your Georgia's, yeah. your LSU's are in favor of a nine-game schedule. The teams at the bottom 
You're like you just mentioned because Vanderbilt. Because they want to run away and like they want to play like eight. I don't know some. They're tired of getting their, their yeah. They're tired of getting their faces beat in. Yeah. Well, um, they're just gonna ben have to get rid of go like zero and twelve. Yeah. <laughs> they're just gonna have to get rid of the the minimum win requirements for bowl games. Yeah. You know, like. Vanderbilt like, like at, the SEC championship like gonna work like since there's no divisions anymore is it still gonna be like I think you just two? take the top two, two teams top two no yeah. I do see I do a, that would be a long see, I do though. something I do something like you do in the baseball regionals where it's something like you've got four you've really got four teams there I mean I would take your top four teams well that kind of leads into the SEC has talked about not participating in the college football playoff and having their own, their own playoff. playoff. I mean, I feel like a lot more people watch that than just a regular playoff. Yeah, I'm not a fan but of I that. Don't, yeah, I, I don't I'm like that idea. I don't like either. that either. I, but I, I wasn't like... a fan. I wasn't a fan with the playoff to begin with, and, and I, I, I just can't. I know I can't see that. But I feel like the, the pro- if that, you're going to like wipe away the divisions, they're going to be 16 teams, and like it's pretty much if you just take the top two teams, it's going to be the same two teams pretty much every year. It's going to be Alabama. That's why I'm saying you take else. the four, one place four and, and two place three. I mean, yeah. and I you mean, figure out from there. Who's... All, there's more games that we have to play. and then it gets Well, then cut a game. I mean, there's there's games that. that can cut. I mean, yeah. that, there's yeah. these non-conference, non-conference I mean, you teams, cut, uh, cut, you know, I mean, you could do FCS you teams that you're playing. I mean, have like a 10-game SEC schedule like you did. You already did it once. Why not do it again? I mean, that's like Alabama. Alabama can cut the game with Mercer. Else, you can cut the game with yeah. McNeese State. I mean, it, it those are games that you can get I mean, rid yeah, of. Yeah, you in, help like your like smaller schools and your, but it doesn't your, really in college you your, yourself. Yeah, your in-state yeah. schools. You give them a payday. Yeah, I think yeah, if you I'm do, just go ahead. Fletch. I'm just tired. I'm just tired of the BS stuff where it's like, oh, these are tune-up games for when we get to to conference play and stuff. I think that's the joke, and, and if you're like if you're you gonna go play, the, yeah, you, you if you're gonna play in the SEC, then play your games in the SEC. If you're gonna play in the Big Ten, play your games in the Big Ten. I mean, there's enough teams there to make a full schedule, and the problem is, is that it's it's a battle for money, and it goes yeah. all of it goes back to well, money. I'm going game. into money because attendance, yeah. I feel like, would go up too because you cut out all these cupcake games and you you know put more, like two more game SEC games on your schedule. That would definitely Add up more revenue, driving the prices. Whenever you have butts in the seats, well, they're going to be spending money in concession stands and everywhere else. So the fourteen dollar yeah. beers, yeah, they, they make a killing off of them. Beer isn't cheap nowadays. This is not like like fifty cents back in the day. Uh, you know, to Fletch's point, doing say an SEC playoff for the SEC championship, I think you could do that if you just do eight SEC games. Mm-hmm. If the if they have the argument of well, we played two well, games. Eight SEC games, and then you got yeah. one and four, two and three, and mm-hmm. then that. And I mean, I don't know how in the world you would play that, tie that into like a national championship playoff. But that's if the SEC was like, screw the NCAA, we're having our own champion. Or that's just how you determine that. your conference champ, and other conferences will soon follow the model, and all of a sudden we'll have a sixteen-team playoff without saying it, you know, because we'll have yeah, these, it'll be all from different <laughs> conferences. <laughs> Yeah, well, I'm yeah. glad Wade said that because the Big Ten's having the same conversation actually as the SEC, where they might go with just one giant conference with everybody because everybody's so close together, um, and there's really no reason for it to be separated based on where they are in the country. No, the Big uh, Ten screwed up on their divisions, and they're relatively new. Yeah, yeah, and, and that's <laughs> they and threw I think, all the Michigan schools, Ohio yeah. State, Penn State, all in one division. Yeah, they, are you kidding? 
They need yeah. to look at those divisions because I and like, that's why Wisconsin and Minnesota and uh, Northwestern have been leading the uh, the Big Ten West. I think they're actually the leaders, the leaders in yes. the legends. Yeah, <laughs> and, I mean, like you just said, Wade, you'd have a sixteen team playoff without having a. 16 and see, I like that. Playoff. I think that's great. Have a better way to choose a conference I mean, champion, and then have the four conference champions meet I for mean, four. There's more yeah. games they're going to watch and go to, and then I, I mean, like... what are the the top four, you've got the SEC, the Big Ten, uh, the ACC being Clemson, and, and the Big Twelve. And the Big Twelve, the four like, or the conference. Big Twelve. Yeah. It's either yeah, the Pac Twelve or, or including like the group of five. I would say just like take the, the, the highest four ranked. Yeah, yeah. You would honestly probably move. This would move to a sixteen, a six team playoff because you've got like the four conferences I just mentioned. Then you have the Pac Twelve, and then you would pick the highest ranked. Power five yep. or uh, group, group of five, of five. Group yeah. of five yeah. and have just have a six team playoff. Yeah, and you and then that's like, how you determine it. You could do like the first round if you want to do campus sites and then move to like a yeah. rotation of like Peach Bowl. No, Peach see, Bowl. see, football is different than I would say something like baseball. See, I there's enough neutral sites in this country that you could find yeah, fans six like neutral. neutral site games. They don't care you about could, that. It's money, baby. Well, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's $16 beers in why New Orleans playing, versus $10 in Baton Rouge. Why aren't we playing yeah. Florida State and Tiger Stadium and, and then well, Jake Campbell next year? I'm saying if we go to a 16-team playoff, we do that. Stupid. But if it's like a six, then no, we stay on the rotation we got. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like, when you've got your you got the New Year's Six Bowl. I mean, that's yeah. it, it's set up. Why aren't we running the NCAA? World Stadium. <laughs> we've we've got it figured out right now. Like we need to go ahead and just tell them each conference screw your Can we division. Over the SEC right now, like shoot. Yes, you have eight conference games. Okay, call it a nine game season. You get one out of out of conference game at the beginning of the year to gear to like work out your kinks. Then you play eight conference games. And then you have the top four teams from each conference do a conference playoff. That champion, so what? That is thirteen games mm-hmm. at that point. And if you miss that, then you just play exhibition games within your own conference, or you just play a bowl game, yeah, like you, you just do bowl the game. bowl game suits. So like, yeah. but I mean, at that point, the bowl games are meaningless anyway. Um, but still, yeah, you could just do bowl games or exhibition games if you want to continue to play conference games. And then, so you have your four games and one champion's crown at the end. That's 13 total games. Well, I mean, 12 for the ones that don't make it. Mm-hmm. Um, and so then you've got SEC, Big Ten, Big 12, and the ACC. Well, I guess the – I mean, it doesn't ha- – it's not going to be the ACC every year. I would just say the top top six ranked champions would be in, in it. If the SEC sucks – that year, the SEC doesn't get a no, bid into the I playoff. I think you have to guarantee each conference. Well, no, yeah, I think you, yeah, you guarantee the conference champion because you pretty much have the same argument it. that you're having yeah. with, like, say, like, since, like, people are saying, like, Cincinnati didn't deserve. Okay, so what? I mean, what are screw, the power? Screw the, the power five conferences. You got you that. screw the SEC, screw the, Big Ten, yeah, Big Twelve, yeah. um, and the AC is the AC. I guess the ACC is a power five conference. Yeah, yeah. it is. And what's the fifth one? Pac twelve. Pac-12, yeah. and then you have the the big sixteen. Five. Yeah, you have a group of five, and then yeah. whoever's the, the group, highest ranked another group of five. Group of five needs their own playoff too, like the FCS, because they're never uh, see, have I, a chance. I think you keep it because the problem is, is when you get down to your six teams, what you do is all you do is draw the conferences 
draw your top team. I mean, just turn it into basically a lottery to see who plays each other in the first round. You just get your six teams. First two teams you draw face off against each other. It doesn't matter where they are in the country. I mean, most of these teams travel across the country well, for bowl games anyways. Yeah. I think you could do the ranking like they do now with you have the oh, six wonderful. teams. Have an I think you get rid of I think you get rid of the rankings completely. Get rid of the if rankings. You get rid of, it's so overblown. You get rid of the top twenty five, the the AP top twenty five, get rid of the playoff rankings. All you got to do Plus is have the get sports your score ring the entire NCAA <laughs> foundation. He's just blowing up the system. Destroy it. You scrap like it and start from square one. Just get all of your teams together, play your top four teams for your conference champion, and then do your six-team playoff. Yeah, I agree. Okay, so after you have your, your four-team playoff for each conference, you take the power five and the group of five, yeah, the best group, group of five, five. team, which yes. – what obviously it's got to have argument about that every year, but that's just how it is because you're a small school. You as long as there's guarantee the a spot, then I don't think they, really, they would have any arguments from that. Well, about which team would oh. go, but they they could fight well, that out amongst themselves. It's not our problem. We're in the power. Yeah, record should take care yeah. of that. Yeah, I mean, that... We're, but we're they're going to be playing line. each other more. Now, what if like scenario. what if so like be... two group of five schools say they're like both twelve and zero? Like how it like would you do like a tiebreaker like play game and you like pretty much like well, a no, play I game? think I think you do the same thing. Your top four teams play against each other. Like I I don't <laughs> see why your top four teams in in the group of I don't see why yeah the group of five would just be your top. It wouldn't be the and the swack and the Back in the whatever all that stuff is. <laughs> you would just take I mean, your top four teams and make them play. <laughs> okay, I mean, you wouldn't worry about it. the MAC champion, the SWAC champion, the American yeah. Conference champion, all that. But that adds value to them. college football. I like watching the like annual like Memphis upsetting whoever Troy. I think you could have that. You could you could keep you them could. in your keep them in your conferences. Yeah, I mean keep I think, them in your yeah. conferences. But I, here's another think. idea for you, and I know that. This is completely blowing it up. You talked about Fudge blowing it up. I like the situation in Europe with soccer, with uh, regulation. And you could have um, the, like the SEC and the Sun Belt and the Southern Conference pair up. That's a Power Five, like a group of five, and then a FCS. <laughs> and if Vanderbilt sucks and goes 0-12, and ETSU oh, yes. goes twelve I and like out, then they get bumped up, and Vanderbilt has to go play I, in revolving the conferences. For a of years. Oh my god! Yes, I like oh, that. That could be a problem. That well, that's be, that's a okay, that's a money problem. Like Jacob, <laughs> that's a money is problem. Actually, like doable. Your scenario that would never happen. That is yeah, like force you to you be competitive. Suck. Yeah, if you, you suck, <laughs> you get knocked down. Then you make no money the next year. I mean, they could be okay. Here's the problem: everybody in Europe is so close together when it comes to soccer. Everybody's on top of each other and you could take a bus ride to somebody else oh, they get on you can't anyways. really do you can't really do that and they'll be in, fine in, just i can build them some airports it'll be good just have them miss <laughs> a few days of class it'd be fine but i think to answer tyler's question obviously about that the, was facetious about the uh <laughs> group of five you would have all the conferences and they would have their own uh you know how the same playoff schedule that's power fives having mm-hmm. And you would just take the best team. I mean, there's got to be. I think you would have to keep the rankings from uh, that Fletch wanted to scorch Earth, Earth with. We'll you have, have to keep the rankings and the highest ranked team rankings every week. We'll use that as a yes. Group. You have to keep the rankings and have the highest ranked group of five team be that six seed 
you would say. And yeah. then you don't have to do one through six in the in the playoff. You would just put it in a freaking uh, lottery machine. Just and do pick. lottery, yeah. Because <laughs> at that point, they're all equal. I mean, you might have two teams that are superior. They play in the first round. Well, you get a heck of a game for the first round. It is what it is. Well, you could have it's a not script. It's not that. well, and nobody can say that it's rigged. Nobody can say that you know everything is there. You can watch it live on TV. You can I like watch ours the, better the because lottery. I feel like our system is like conference championship matter. Like I feel like the selection yeah. committee, like the past couple of years, have really forgot about that in the head to head as well. Because like Michigan, I think like Michigan was above Michigan State in the rankings for like six weeks and then they was like oh wait michigan state oh here we go oh i guess they were like oops we forgot about this team so michigan state like bumped up ahead of them and then michigan state like lost out we know what michigan did but yeah i like our system yeah no i think we should we should propose a letter yep. to greg sankey and tell him we're taking over the sec and this is what we're doing so you go ahead and get over and Then we have to go give a letter to the NCAA if you want to do that whole entire Well, they don't have a leader uh, right now, so we can just go ahead and right. just, yeah, we just go squat in the office. We might, we might have to resuscitate uh, Paul Feinbaum. <laughs> I said we get hold of Paul Feinbaum yeah. and we let him know. Yeah, so let's to, call in. I'm going to send Ross Dellinger a DM on Twitter. I'm going to go through his dad. I'm going to go through Coach Dell, and I'm just like, look, here's what I got. Give this to your son. Let you me know what he my idea years ago. I just didn't know the connection. But this yeah, is we'll a brighter idea. I, I, we need to type this up. We need oh, Tyler. You're this. the sports journalist uh, major. Let's get this going. Let's I, type this up. I already up. have an infographic made for my idea. Boom. All right. What, all right. I'll create the sideshow and article. And all We're going to get this thing out there. We're going to get everybody talking about it. Yeah. And they don't have an NCAA commissioner for football. So let's just go to his office and sit there. Let's squat and then say we're the commissioner. The four let's of us. Squat. I'll be the commissioner. We're the founding point. fathers. I mean, that's how that works in some states. Just squat there long enough, you own the property. So I think that's what we got to do. We'll we got we'll to go to where like, the heck the NCAA is based. Where's the, where's the NCAA headquarters? I mean, is it Indianapolis? Indianapolis. Indianapolis. Buy a plane ticket. Let's go tomorrow. Let's go sit in that office. Screw the Chet, security. What state is Indianapolis in? Indiana. <laughs> we're going to go out there. state is Kansas City. Geography in. lesson of the day, kids. <laughs> Kansas City's in Missouri. Nice All job. All right. There you go. Um, but we're going to go up to – I said Indiana. And as soon as I said it, I was like, wait, is that wrong? He's up on the wall behind, behind, his, behind his computer. Given. Yeah, do you see this diploma back there? I didn't turn that off of my good looks. Um, but no, we get Paul Feinbaum involved. We get him blowing up what we should call into his radio show. Yeah. I mean, they just got a bunch of rednecks on there, so we'd probably be, you know. Hey, Paul, I got this great idea coming up here with the with the eight SEC tournaments, eight SEC games, and they play a 14 tournament, and the winners play the Power Five and the Big Five, and they get together, and they pull them out of a hat for – for the lottery, and there you go. That's that's championship right there. <laughs> Boom. I'll go ahead and call it tomorrow when I'm working. Paul, 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 Paul. I got this right <laughs> Paul, 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 Paul. Wait, listen to me, Paul, Paul. Paul, Paul, Paul listen, listen right here. He just, listen right here. He just, Let me put down my cigarette. Click. I got this right idea right here. Everyone's going to have an equal opportunity to make the playoff. There you go. And before anybody hates on us for our redneck impersonations, we are from We're Mississippi from South, and Louisiana, so, we, we, so it's okay. <laughs> uh, but no, I think I think we got a good idea here. Let's get yeah. it typed up. Let's get it put in the right yeah, hands. Get that proposal I'm sure, going, then we'll send it over. I'm sure Greg Sankey ain't going to listen to us. Yeah, but if we go squat in his office long enough, who knows? <laughs> so, I mean, 
talking about uh, just like absolutely blowing things out of the water, we can talk about the NCAA baseball recap. Uh, tons of home runs in these regionals. Tons of runs, especially in yeah. the Stillwater regional. Like, my gosh, if there was like over-under betting, I, I mean, if you were like Vegas, you had to put 25 like, to even start that off, how many runs were scored in that regional. What uh, 25 it was a, a game. Yeah, 25 a game nonetheless. A combined of 64 in one of the games. You know, 29 to 15 at Oklahoma State, Missouri State. <laughs> yeah, like that is just insane. Like, they set I the mean, record for this? most runs in a regional I, today. I saw something. Like Oklahoma State just played Missouri State in football last season. Guess the score. 29 oh, to 13. So. <laughs> no way. That yeah. is insane. Yeah. <laughs> Missouri State's baseball team scored more than their football team. So congratulations. And what's even worse sports, is Missouri, Missouri State was up 12 to nothing. Yeah. And then Oklahoma State hug a 29 piece on them and 29 runs. <laughs> in a I don't know how many hits they had. I, I looked at like, the dimensions. They seem legit. And it's a I think it's a brand new, new ballpark. They played yeah. in like the Oklahoma City Dodgers uh, stadium for a couple of years. And well, yeah, I tell you what, the jet stream runs through Oklahoma this time. I was about to say, was there all, you do is hit all you got to well, do is hit it up in the air. It's not oh, called man. Tornado Alley. It should be called Jet Stream Alley. For they might have uh, put that into their advantage there. Just faced it. Just faced it towards the east. Outfields towards the East, just crank yeah. it. Yeah. And then you had Georgia score 13 runs in one inning. Virginia yeah, Tech scored 14 in an inning. Auburn, like, too. You can't forget about them. I, they put up like 11 runs on UCLA, like 22 on Florida State. And then they, they got the MLB hand me down baseballs from last year. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> what LSU, LSU put. LSU put, put 10, 10 up, up on in an uh, yeah. Kennesaw State in the eighth. <laughs> they weren't able to get it done, though. Uh, but, you know, we're, we're not going to talk too much about that. We're all a little, a little sad. Hey, I mean, uh, you got to get props to look. Southern Miss. I mean, I thought the Ole Miss won 22 to <laughs> 6 today. I watched. All the Super Bowl going to be like one. That was in a hurricane. That, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> In a literal hurricane, they had to what, suspend they had the like tournament. They had like a two-hour rain delay, and the fact that they put up twenty-two runs, like just sitting there, like it was two to two before the rain <laughs> delay, and they put up how much is it? Let's hold on. Like, Did they, they have, have a have crazy like one beginning? Like, had to put up. Like they had five. a two, a two, a one, a five, an eight, a one, and a three. Oh. See, what's crazy is they did. They had an eight-run inning, which is well, big. That's but, Ole Miss's offense. They just keep on, keep on going. How many times they go through the lineup? Jesus. Probably like four or five. Uh, let's see what the box score is. How many times did the leadoff hitter hit? Uh, he, they had, they went through it six times. Dang. Jesus. They had 45 at-bats as a team. They must be playing on like amateur mode there. Yeah. 45 at-bats, 18 hits, 22 runs. They did have a grand slam. Um, and that's what kind of broke it wide open. I think every regional, a, like, I feel like all the regionals were at least had – like one or two high scoring games at least. Like none of them, I don't think where, like any of the scores that I saw were like pitching. Where did they play? Uh Miami. Yeah, Miami. Oh well that's Well, I'm sure they still had like, you know, the tropical storm winds. Yeah, Gale Force so winds. Probably blowing that. out yeah. <laughs> blowing out there. Still. Yeah, but uh Hey, it's like what, it's like when we're playing the show and you throw it in that location, it just doesn't end up there and it probably because the wind pushed yep. it, you know, four yeah. feet to the outside <laughs> of the the strike zone. But you know, uh they're still finishing up some regional games right now, so we can't give you too much of a recap. Uh, hopefully, next weekend we'll be able to give you a prediction, 
a prediction our Omaha teams were picking with they the games might be over they might have a few finishing up the game, Super yeah, I think some will start Friday and then some will start Saturday but I think most of them like I mean we had like nine game sevens like that's the most game sevens that I've seen like we had 16 regionals nine of them so I feel like even for regionals are going to be the same deal yeah even though our boys couldn't get it done today it was a heck of some start to the postseason college baseball yeah that's I mean, Southern Miss, Ole Miss, uh, Super Regional is going to be an electric atmosphere. Yeah, for sure. And, you know, speaking of the playoffs, Tyler, Yep. NHL Conference Finals. Yep. Let's hear them. Game going on right now. Uh, the Oilers just scored as I literally just uh, pulled up uh, the old ESPN app. So it's 4-3 to three Oilers. Uh, the Oilers are down 3 nothing in this series. So this is an absolute must-win for them. Uh, so uh, we'll see if Edmonton uh, if they can get it going. Connor McDavid if he can get it going. Uh, I definitely think that the Oilers have a shot at coming back in this. But in the end, though, I think that the Avalanche uh, will take this. Probably will go to Game Six. I think uh, the Oilers will probably take uh, next two games and the other series that we have. I got to talk about this Rangers team. I mean, in the first series that they played against the Penguins, they were down three one. Everyone was saying that they were dead in the water. They came back down from that series. And here they are now uh, against the Lightning, uh, up 2-1. to one. They almost won it, uh, I think, a couple of nights ago against Lightning to put it up 3 nothing. So if we get Rangers-Avalanche, I think whatever matchup we get, it's definitely going to be a really good uh, Stanley Cup Finals. So we'll, we'll see what happens. I think I'm going to go for the Rangers. Uh, Lightning, you've won it too many times. Uh, we don't need to see the three-peats. So I'm going to pick the Rangers in that series. I'm going to pick uh, the Avalanche uh, in the other series. So the only NHL hockey news that I get is from listening to the uh, four Playboys over at Barstool Sports. Uh, one of them is a big Rangers fan. One mm-hmm. of them is a huge Long Island Islanders fan. Hates the Rangers <laughs> with his entire body. Oh, God. So what he's been doing – good old – yeah, Fletch knows who I'm talking about. Frankie Borelli. Um what he's been doing is buying his happiness. He has been betting on the Rangers to win. So in his mind, he's thinking if he bets on them to win, he is co- convinced they will lose. And so he's basically buying his happiness. That was like big. Well, here's what's happening. He did the same thing. He started with a $50 bet. He is up six grand because he keeps betting on them to win, and they keep winning, and he hasn't bet on them to lose yet. And okay, so, then I'm definitely gonna pick them to win the series. He, he's upset they're winning, but on the other hand, he's won he six might as well grand. Root for the man to keep winning. Yeah, so he's like, well, he's gonna t- put some money on them to yeah. win the whole thing, and. He might be able to turn six grand into ten grand. It's just like I heard that. I was like, "You're upset they're winning, but you're also happy that they're, you're winning money." So it, it works yeah, out. Yeah, I put money ways. over hatred of a team any any day of the week. Yeah, I mean, Wade's put money on Tennessee to win the College World Series. He's buying his happy. Flip it off, people, and, and Ole Miss. <laughs> I got Tennessee. I got Ole Miss. I got oh, Vanderbilt and LSU are gone. So I'm down two, to two teams. Yeah, two teams still alive. Yeah, yeah, so I mean, it's going to be the best chance, but Ole Miss, I think, uh, I mean, obviously, they're Southern, the dark horse. It's going to be Southern Miss pitching versus uh, Ole Miss's uh, batting, but Ole Miss's pitching, I think, is going to give Southern Miss's uh, batting some problems as well. But should be a good series. Yeah, I mean, when you think of like Cinderella teams, if you really look at the season Ole Miss has had, they're probably mm-hmm. the Cinderella team. 
Yeah, I mean, at one point you look at them, they were number one, and then they had that yeah, that was kid. the problem with they had, Vegas. They had a lot I bought of, in when they were number two. Injuries, and then now they're really should have bought in now, Wade. Yeah. <laughs> but I know I saw down. it in, in Fletcher's eyes. He wanted to talk about the NHL playoffs. So what do you got for us, Fletch? Um. Well, I think uh, the biggest question mark I think is 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 your conference, your Eastern Conference finals. Um, you know, Tyler reference the Rangers. I think the biggest thing is that can the Rangers sustain a long series with the Lightning? Let's say, I mean, they go back to Tampa tomorrow, um, tomorrow night to play. Got to take um, that one, honestly. Yeah, yeah they win I mean, that one. They got a pretty good shot. If, if New York does end up losing that game, let's say that Tampa Bay ties it up and they're 2-2. Um, a little dice now, man. Yeah, I mean, you go back to New York, and and the Rangers have, so far this year, have kind of triumphed from being behind in a series. Um, But I think Tampa's a whole different animal when it comes to that. The only reason that the Rangers are where they are is because of their goaltending. I think I don't think there's anything else. I mean, it was kind of like the same thing that we saw from Bennington uh, a few years ago with the Blues making the run. For their Stanley Cup title, so I think that uh, I think if they want to hold on for their series, then he has to be big for them. Out west, um, I honestly think the series is over. Yeah. Um, playing right now, seven minutes left in the third. Uh, if Edmonton holds on, uh, it's a situation where they just gotta hold on for dear life and hope that uh, they can win another one at home and or went on the road and then come back home and went at home. And that one's good been a high score because game one was 8-6, and now it's like goals after goals. The other – like the Eastern Conference is exact different. I mean, two terrific goaltenders. So, yeah, I mean, the Rangers, like you said, like they're, they're coming in here underdogs. Uh, it was big for them to take the two games in MSG, and then you go on the road, you got to split at least one uh, to be able to come out of this seven-game series. Same thing with the Celtics as well. You could say the same thing for them. they got to be able to split. Yeah, it, yeah, it's a. Uh, it, we'll we'll see what happens, and since none of us know any, but we'll two of y'all know stuff about hockey. We'll wait until the end of this series to give our prediction. Yeah, uh, I already gave mine, <laughs> and so <laughs> I, I guess said Avalanche all the way. I, I'm feeling Rangers now. Mm. Um, but now we can give a little recap of the NBA Finals. Uh, it's split one to one, Boston and Golden State. Seemed like the first game, Gold State started off hot. Boston came back and won. Mm-hmm. Second game, Boston started off hot. Gold State came back and won. So it's going to be a good series. I feel like the whole entire like NBA playoffs have been that way. Like one game is close, then the next game's a blowout. Then the next game is probably going to be close, and the next game's a blowout. It's just like crazy. But I'm sticking I, with my my prediction of Gold State still. But I at this point, I have no idea. Yeah, I just don't know. Like, it seems like each team, like you said, to go on. It's a, it's a game of runs. I think this is going to go seven, but I still like the Warriors. Um, boys, update. It's tied four to four now oh, in the well, third period. Live update. Avalanche That's what we bring you at Sports all. Scramble. We bring you live <laughs> updates, updates of the NHL, of the Stanley want? Cup playoffs, of the NCAA we got the Women's College World Series. Oklahoma State's up three nothing against Texas. Did you see that Oklahoma absolutely annihilated UCLA? Yeah, yeah. fifteen to nothing. Yeah, they lost like, the first game. The they were kind of upset about that third loss of the season there. Yeah. <laughs> They're like, we're not I losing. I think it's an all-Oklahoma final. Yeah, yeah we bring you 
in we, Oklahoma. It's going to be all women's college world series. We bring you men's college world series. Scorched earth on the whole NCAA as we a whole. We brought you all the polo sports last week too. So we are. I know. Chet's going to be done with that fad. And we're brought to you by. <laughs> over it. Yeah. We're brought to you by Anchor Podcast. So we bring you we things. They bring here. us things. Uh, but yeah, so I guess tying in the whole championship feeling with all the playoffs going on. I gotta ask you boys, if you could give a championship to one of your favorite teams, which team would it be? That's a easy mine. Oh, go ahead, Tyler. I'll the do Pelicans, mine. because they haven't won one. There, I feel like like they've been to the playoffs, but they haven't been over that hump. Like they back at the Chris Paul days, like the farthest they got was the the Western Conference semifinals. Like this year, they got in the play in, and they almost. Uh, they took the Suns uh, to six games. So I feel like uh, all my other like favorite teams have won it. Like the Penguins won back-to-back in 2016-17. The Braves, obviously, we know what just happened. And then LSU has won like, multiple national titles throughout their sports. So I feel like I got I to gotta give it to the Pelicans. I feel like that city would deserve. Like People like talk about, like, oh, they're not a basketball city. They don't care. Well, you I haven't don't know. been this to a Pelicans look like playoff one. basketball game then because all games are pretty much sold out. So. And we to... haven't been either. So if yeah. anybody has yeah. NBA playoff tickets, let us know. Well, <laughs> like it's a little plug there. Yeah, well, yeah, I have to give it to the Bells. All right, Wade, what do you got? Hmm, I'm feeling charitable. I think it'd be fun to see the like Detroit Lions randomly win the Super Bowl this year or something. <laughs> okay, all right, I like it. It's a random team. Yeah. All right, hey, let's go. Let's go. Off. Let's go, Detroit. Let's go to Detroit Lions and New York Jets for the Super Bowl. Yeah. For the Super Bowl title. Oh my god. Like this Jared Goff just like <laughs> the throne Tom Brady. <laughs> no, I think for me I've gotta go with the Memphis Grizzlies. Uh I think it would mean so much for that city. Mm-hmm. It would. Uh, just being a small city that a newer franchise, two thousand. Uh so I, I think that it would mean the world you to might that not city have to give them to for they them might give it to you next year. Yeah. They might, and they're getting closer yeah. and closer. Which I they mean, this guy's got a taste of how, like their potential this year for sure. Yeah, I think they're. I think they're the next. Uh, bold prediction. I think they're okay. the next Golden State. Oh. I think they are. Okay. All okay. right. They got to win a good bold prediction. Hot takes here on Sports <laughs> Scramble. Man. All right. Mine would. Mine would be the Los Angeles Angels. I think yeah, I would like that too. I have money. I on. would like to see Mike Trout win a World Series. He has done like so too, much honestly. for that team. Like, he has been dedicated. He has jumped ships. Lost like ten straight games to like get yeah. back like around five hundred. Yeah, I mean, yeah. The only problem with that, Chet, is that for them to win, they'd have to beat the Dodgers, and then it's L.A. versus oh. L.A. and it's. Oh, God. No, I don't want to watch that at that point. Well, maybe maybe the Dodgers just won't even make it that far, so it'll be they might as well put it. They might as well put it on MTV at that point. The Brew Crew. The Brew Crew versus Mike Trout. There you go. There you go. So, I mean, that kind of wraps up our, our – well, not yet. I have one last topic. NASCAR Neil's hot take. Oh, he's back. So, the plan was to have him on this show. To recap, oh, well, we're gonna do a pre-recorded the segment. Score five to four, five to four now. <laughs> but since we are recording this on Monday evening, uh, with the regionals going on, um, we weren't able to get a live update from Neil. So I, he has a text update from NASCAR Neil. What are you shaking your head at, Tyler? What's wrong? Uh, no, we need NASCAR Matthew too. We need yeah, we, yeah. 
a panelist of NASCAR opinion. Yes. So here's your NASCAR update from NASCAR Neil. Yesterday was a great race at a first-time track in St. Louis. Ross Chastain tried to make enemies with the entire field. Sounds like Fudge making enemies with the entire NCAA uh, board of committees. Uh, he tried to make enemies with the entire field, wrecking both Chase Elliott and Danny Hamlin. Or Denny Hamlin. Denny, you always say Danny. On, I know. Like the both, <laughs> both ganged up on him. Overtime restart was a fun one with the Bush brothers lined up on the outside and with Penske teammates Blaney and Logano on the inside, allowing Logano to get the win cleanly, which is shocking since neither him nor Kyle Bush are known for clean races. I mean, so I got to say, Neil make Neil sound a little like bit quite of shame. <laughs> yeah, he's doing it. We might have to get Neil working Neil with could write a column to, to, draft, to draft this NCAA letter. Neil, uh, he, he, shout out Neil. He started his first day of his, of his new job, and he's still giving us the updates on the NASCAR Neil. So there's your NASCAR updates uh, for this week. We got a few uh, little tidbits closing out. I believe Wade added this. Walmart buys the Broncos. What is, yes. what is this? <laughs> the... Uh, the heir apparent of the Walton family um, bought the Denver Broncos for a record shattering $4.5 billion today. Um, right. You know so, who I would want to see by someone? I want to see Bucky's by the Houston Texans. Yes. <laughs> and go. Go. The San Antonio. Bucky's by, yes, and it's just the concession stands is Bucky's. <laughs> that would be awesome. I, I would very much like to see <laughs> They could have just like a big old Bucky's. Like, they, could, they could have like a walkway and just build like a big old Bucky's right by Energy Stadium. That'd be awesome. You could fill up. Yeah, but I want the Broncos to get moved to Arkansas. But here's the problem. If they built a Bucky's next to it, the Bucky's would be bigger than NRG Stadium. Well, I mean, so they, it's I mean, bigger than everybody around them. Texas for a reason. So, I mean, if they want to build a Bucky's like two stories and make it bigger, then go for it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's... <laughs> That would be really cool. Uh, so I guess Walmart's based out of Arkansas. Is, is yeah, that yeah. why? You, okay, yes. have them move to Arkansas. Okay, the it Arkansas would be called Broncos. They're not going anywhere. <laughs> yeah, no, that's. Uh, I don't think they make the playoffs this year either. It's a you good spot to park the plane while you're skiing. They're going to be skiing. moving to Arkansas anytime. <laughs> yeah. uh, and so another little tidbit I wanted to add was a story I heard today from the Jordy Coletta show, which I texted y'all about. Um, it was some some very intense. AAU fifth grade basketball refereeing. Um, at the end of the game, these fifth graders had shot a combined 68 free throws. Holy crap. What's going on, Fudge? It's 5 5 now. Wow. Oh, the Oilers wild. just went down and scored. Live updates. <laughs> what the heck is going on? But uh, the, this basketball game for fifth graders took a total of an hour and 45 minutes because there was so much stoppage of play that they shot 68 free throws. So just a little tidbit if you're a Elementary school sports referee. It's not that serious, man. Yeah, calm, calm down. So, see, I used to, I used to referee. And Futch is the problem. Yeah. He used. To, I, <laughs> I'm saying I used to hear the game and gave him dad. a rant about NCAA football and the future of college sports. <laughs> and this man's over here, like taking pee wee. What is it? What did you even referee? Pee wee basketball too seriously? Basketball. Like you probably like Dude, how many free throws on average were shot in your games, Futch? Well, see, it depends on if the boys or the girls are playing. So, if the boys are playing, listen, listen, listen. The boys, number one, the boys don't have nails that claw each other 
and it's more of a spread out game no, with the girls. It's like they use <laughs> with the girls, they kind of tackle each other. They tend to like hang all over each other and and uh, get a little emotional at times. But it's basketball, um, so there's more stoppages in the girls' game than there are the boys' games. Um, but I like both. And the problem is, is I. I find more often than not the parents take it too seriously. Yeah. Um, you know, it's kind of like Little League Baseball, like travel baseball. Yeah. The parents take it more seriously yeah. than the kids do. Oh, yeah, and, you got to watch those. got to watch those parents. Yeah. In, the, in, turn, the kids, in turn, the kids get frustrated, and then they start crying, and then their parents get upset, and then they got to take it out on somebody. <laughs> so who else do they take it out on but the people wearing the zebra shirts out there? I got to say <laughs> – uh, I have a funny uh, parent taking it too seriously story from from Little League. Oh, uh, I was probably twelve years old or ten, twelve years old. Uh, my dad was always my Little League coach, and his philosophy was: you, you hit the ball, you don't stop running the bases because they're bound. If you get like if it's into the outfield, just keep on going because they're bound to make an error. Uh, so I get on base, I get on first base, and we also were a very steel heavy team. As soon as you got on base, we were stealing. I stole, I went from first to second, second to third, and then third, I stole home because the catcher caught the ball, literally stood up, threw it up in the air, like sky mailed it to the pitcher at the mound. And he turned around. And while the ball was still in the air, I took off running and stole home. The opposing coach came onto the field yelling, my dad's name was Phil. Really, Phil? This is how you're going to play this? Really, Phil? Took his whole team off of the, <laughs> off of the field, forfeited, and left. So I'm all about teaching kids, you know, how to play the game. If you're going to get your butts kicked, you got to handle it. All right? You, if you get beat 15 to nothing, that just builds yeah, character. Yeah, another thing so, about, like, Little League Baseball, I'm starting to see, like, these, like, kids, like, in T-ball have, like, walk-up songs. You're like, did y'all see that? Yeah, I saw that. That, that was that awesome. Was so that kid had some moves. <laughs> that man was just getting it down. Like, he just put down the bat and got to work. Like, watch out he's got he's doubling as a dancer in the club i mean he's, he was just getting down i'm like golly yeah so but uh yeah we've had like, a pretty long show done that to intimidate our the people in aerial softball tyler starts dropping it low on the bat and just 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 <laughs> just, just twerking all would play. have been yeah. would have been definitely more intimidating after i hit that uh, inside the park home run with, exactly uh, PJ's so, PJ's team. <laughs> we had a, a heck of a show today i want to give one last shout out to our boy big mike who had a uh power weight lifting competition this weekend he took home the gold mm-hmm. He uh he set PRs in both the snatch and the clean and jerk. Went three three for three on both lifts. Oh, um, another bull take. This man is going to be in the Olympics. Yep, not a bull take. That is a definite. That's take. a definite. It's a strong um, take strong. for his for his clean and jerk PR. He lifted three hundred and thirty-seven pounds. That's a freaking offensive lineman <laughs> that he's putting above his heads. Okay. And so that the clean and jerk for those that aren't familiar is when you clean it up to your shoulders and then you, yeah, you, you shoulder press, you, you shoulder press it up. And then the snatch that he, he also won set a PR of 126 kilograms, which thanks to Google is 277 pounds. Thank you, um, 
that is when you just just throw it up above your head. That's the scary. Watching these guys throw this much weight above their head, I don't know how they still have shoulders and rotator cuffs. <laughs> but uh, I want to give a big shout out to Big Mike. Yeah, that was that was some very impressive. I knew he was strong, but that was some impressive work yeah, that, out there. That was very impressive. Yeah, so he's got he's got his nationals next at the end of the month in Vegas, and then on to that baby. We're going to Paris. Me and I'm going with him. We're going to be his. Me and Lyndon are going to be his back slappers before he lifts that weight. We're going to get it done. He's going to take home a gold medal for Team USA, and he's going to be the official sports scramble weightlifting athlete for this. Like, yeah, we need media passes for the Olympics. We'll be his entourage. Yeah, that's the way. That's the (laughs) way to do it. You'll be his 180 pound bodyguard. <laughs> I will be his warm up weight. He will just throw me around. I mean, like <laughs> you can be left arm and Lyndon can be right arm. <laughs> exactly. He'll just he'll just clean both of us at the same time. But no, it was mad impressive to see him do that. So shout out to our boy Big Mike. Good luck at the end of the month in, in nationals. So, but uh, boys, that was it was a heck of a show. It was, yeah, it was glad y'all were able to join me tonight uh, on this Monday night. We'll have this thing uploaded and uh. We'll catch up with everybody next week. So uh, thanks for listening. Follow us on Twitter at Sports Scramble 4. As always, send us any questions you have, any topics you want to talk about. Uh, give us a uh, subscribe on Spotify and Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Amazon Podcasts, anywhere your podcasts are found. I think we have some random one. I don't even remember the name, but I post it there. So um, and thanks to Anchor for letting us host this show. Uh, we appreciate it, and thank you, everybody, for listening. Have a good one. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.